Reaper's Revenge, America's Best Haunted Attraction, will open weekend September 24th through Halloween. Five attractions, one location. The Haunted Hayride, Lost Carnival, Pitch Black, Sector 13, and the all-new Delirium. Tickets available at reapersrevenge.net. From spooky legends past, down through generations, to haunted locations that hold a ghostly past. Come one, come all, come blinders and seekers. Hear the creepy side of Eva. Welcome to the Creepy Side of NEPA, sponsored by Reaper's Revenge Haunted Attractions. I am Dan Kozlowski. And I'm Nora Herchik. Before we get into this episode, I'd like to take a moment and welcome all of our new listeners and also all of our return listeners. On tonight's episode, we'll be joined by Lisa Burns from the Greater Honesdale Partnership. She'll be discussing an upcoming ghost walk. Lisa, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. What are you guys planning this Halloween season? So we are having a ghost walk on um, October 9th and 10th. It's going to coincide with our Harvest and Heritage Days. We have Harvest and Heritage every year um, on Columbus Day weekend. This is something that we did last year in place of a lot of our um, events. Our events bring in quite a bit of money for Greater Homesdale Partnership. So we had to come up with something new and innovative to try to make some money. So what do you guys have planned for the ghost walk? And this is your first year you said for it? This is our second year. Second year, Last year was our first year. So the ghost walk will start in front of the county courthouse on Court Street. Uh, We will walk around town, starting with the Old Stone Jail, walking down Central Park um, in front of Dick Smith's house. Uh, You know, we'll, we'll take a pretty hearty walk about... 40, 45 minutes, ending at the Hotel Wayne, which is absolutely haunted. What What is some of the history behind the Hotel Wayne? Built in around 1892. It sits on the corner of Main and Park Street. It's three floors. It's an example of a turn of the 12th century Renaissance revival building. It's beautifully architectural, uh, three-story height, windows, arch windows and doorways, story divisions, reminiscent of the Italian Renaissance palaces. Uh, It's a beautiful hotel. A lot of people have been found um, dead in that hotel. It's been on ghost hunters. It's very well documented. It's one of the few places in town that we know has some extra activity in there. One particular room is absolutely haunted. There has been many sightings and paranormal activity to the point where, you know, they've hired the ghost hunters to come in and actually do a full, a full TV show on it. So there's a lot of things. I mean, I was, I just ate dinner this week at the hotel Wayne and one of the waitresses said that one of the doors flew open and hit her in the back. There was no breeze or nothing happening. It's just an, an ongoing thing over there. One of some of the stories that people would find on the ghost walk. In Honesdale, they moved coal through a canal. It's the nation's first million-dollar private enterprise, and it's the, an incredible engineering feat of its time. Um, December 10th of 1824, uh, during January of 1825, New Yorkers learned the value of black diamonds they called coal. 
So the canal uh, was surveyed to be 117 miles long, 17 feet uh, deep and 32 feet on the surface. So it, it was, it was pretty extensive and the boats would carry 30 tons. A thousand men worked digging the canal and by July of 1827, the work finally reached Wayne County. We'll talk about the canal. We'll give you the history of the canal. Part of it is there, there was um, canal boats canal boat driver always had a young boy on the boat or a young girl this young child would fall into the water very frequently and the canal boat driver would just keep driving the child was worth very little to him but if the mule or the the horse fell in he would do anything in his power to save the the animal and every once in a while a mule driver would fall off this his mount while drawing a boat and tumble many children fell off the boats because many families spent months on the boats as their home Um, and there are several stories of legless bodies that bubbled up to the top of the surface of the canal over the years yeah just to think they really didn't care about people back then they cared about the animals more well, it, it was a lifestyle. It was a way of, of making money. So these, these children were um, given to these canal boat drivers to, to work. They were very easily replaced. Um, the first shipment of coal, 11 boats carrying 10 tons each, arrived in Rono. Uh, it, uh, the children of the canalers who drove mules, pumped out leaky boats, and scrubbed the decks, attended school only in the off-season. So how did you kind of um, find out about a lot of these stories? I know you were talking to us before we started recording about how there there is so much rich history in Honesdale. The Wayne County Historical Society is a uh, wealth of knowledge. There's several books, Walking Historic Honesdale. Um, There's a self-guided tour that you can walk through Honesdale with barcodes on um, several of the historic buildings. You can find that actual tour on our website at visithonesdalepa.com. Type in in the search bar, Historic Walking Tour, and that tour will come up with all of the, the great history, the rich history of Honesdale. We're also going to go to the Old Stone Jail. It's 1858 it was built. So the Old Stone Jail was built in 1858. It's on the south side of 10th Street uh, in court. It is, it's actually like a a beautiful Spanish type revival jailhouse. Um, It's got a turret at the top that is very small and someone tried to escape through there. The prisoners were let out frequently, and they returned after a couple of days of being out. It was the second um, of Honesdale's three jailhouses. It was erected in about 1858 to replace the original frame four-cell jail, characterized by critics as unsafe, unwholesome, dangerous to the sheriff, and not fit to confine hogs in, much less human beings. So... The second lockup was uh, built by John Kelly of the firm Kelly Andrews, uh, and it was intended for 
to offer improvements in security and living conditions. But if you've ever been in the old stone jail, it's just that it's some people might get a little upset over this, but it's very dungeon esque. It's uh, it is just stone walls, uh, stone floor, um, no electric. So it's pretty much very small and confined. And there's about, I think there's six cells in there. There's been many hangings. James McCabe, he uh, he was arrested for murder and hung for murder. So we'll talk about him. Behind the old stone jail, they actually had to bring a hangman from New York to uh, perform this duty. It was very, um, I, I want to say serious, but it was a very professional thing that the hangman did. And, and we really had to go into some detail on that. Um, to get that kind of information. That will be a big feature is the old stone jail. Actually the weekends before the ghost tours, we're going to actually hold jail tales where we'll have a couple of um, actors in the cells portraying some of the criminals. When you first started um, telling us kind of about the, the route that you guys take, you mentioned that you passed somebody's house. Who, like, who is that person? Okay, so we walk past Dick Smith's house, and Dick Smith is the author, the lyricist for Winter Wonderland. So Dick Smith grew up, this is also a creepy horror um, story, Um, Dick Smith grew up on Church Street right across from Central Park. Central Park is absolutely beautiful. I don't know if you've been to Honesdale. When Dick Smith was 32, he contracted uh, tuberculosis. They put him in the Scranton Sanitarium, which was normal back then. And he was looking out, reminiscing about playing in the snow um, in Central Park and ended ended up writing a poem, Winter Wonderland. So he was the lyricist for Winter Wonderland. And it's... It's probably the second largest or the second biggest song that was ever, ever sold for the holiday season. At like the, the West Mountain Sanitarium in Scranton when he wrote that. Yes. Poem yes, that, yes. Yes. You know, it we're, became such a big thing. Right. And we're, we're actually um, the Pennsylvania um, Museum and Historical Society is giving us a marker, a blue marker. We're going to have a big dedication on November 27th at um, two o'clock in front of his home, dedicating uh, dedicating that to Dick Smith, Richard Smith. So is his house haunted at all or no? Uh, not that I know of. <laughs> not that I know of. You know, um, Honesdale has some great history. They have uh, different places where uh, the Underground Railroad went through. So there are a couple of buildings on Main Street that we'll talk about the Underground Railroad. We'll talk about a fire that occurred in, it's now Mary Beth Bridles, but it occurred that um, it's the only the only fire that we ever lost a fireman in Honesdale. Still to this so, day? Yes, yeah, still to this day. Oh, wow. It, when did that fire happen? Late 1800s, early 1900s. Oh, wow. So Honesdale's gone that long. I mean, without like, you know, any sort of casualty with the firefighter or anything. That's awesome. We're also going to talk about um, 
courthouse next door to the courthouse was the first Wayne Memorial Hospital. So we'll touch on that a little bit. Like I said, it's, it's about 35 minutes and it's, it's probably about maybe a mile walk, I would say. That sounds like a good distance. Mm-hmm. It seems like you guys really try to weave in a lot of history into the walk as well. I mean, obviously, yes, the ghost stories, but there is so much history in Honesdale, and you really try to make sure that that is sort of the forefront of all of it, that people can walk away and know these ghost stories, but also maybe learn a little bit of something that they didn't know about Honesdale. Absolutely. And I think that's what all ghost stories, um, the ghost tours in towns are. Uh, Strasburg, Pennsylvania, Westchester, Pennsylvania, both of them have ghost tours. Both of them, um, they talk more about the town's history than the actual, you know, paranormal. We have actors in and around towns ready to tell the story themselves. So they will be dressed in costume. And when you come up and around the jail, the old stone jail, James McCabe will actually be standing there in the gallows dressed in his, his costume. And he will tell you about how he murdered someone with his ax on his farm. Um, so we get really you know, spooky by the way that the story is told. Yes, the tour guide is telling you the history of town, but weaved in and out of the streets, we'll have a couple of actors that you walk up on them accidentally and they'll tell you the story from their perspective. That's a really interesting way to do it. We haven't had any other ghost walks have anything even similar to that. How did you guys come up with doing it that way? I think that <laughs> I think that it was a volunteer thing, you know. We we didn't have enough people to do the amount of work that needed to be done, so we just we just broke it up amongst us. Um like I said, it started during COVID, so uh we couldn't have too many people in the street and we couldn't, you know, we were in small groups, so it just made it easier to have one person tell the one story, um one actor you know, portray that person and it, it it got rave reviews last year. So we're, we're, and it sold out last year. So we're doing it again this year thinking people will enjoy it. Did you add any additional dates at all? Or is it the same like amount of tours that you did last year? We're doing the exact same um, tours that we did last year over Columbus Day weekend uh, during Harvest and Heritage Days. And if someone was interested in going on the ghost walk, how would they get in contact with you? Or would you buy tickets? How does this event work? So tickets are sold on our website at visithonesdalepa.com. There is up in the upper right corner of the home page, there's a button that says buy tickets. You just click on there and choose what time. They're time tickets. Nobody's going to be standing in line. Okay. Um, You know, it is still, we are still dealing with some separation stuff. So we're making sure that people are not on top of one another. With the of course. Everybody stays safe. And what were the dates of the ghost walking in? The ghost walk is October 9th and 10th. Okay. So if anyone was interested in getting tickets, they just go to the, what was the website one more time? Visit Honesdale, PA.com. 
Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. No problem. Bye. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Creepy Side of NEPA. Don't forget to like our Facebook page, WNEP's Creepy Side of NEPA, and subscribe or follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us. Until next time, enjoy the Creepy Side of NEPA. This has been the Creepy Side of NEPA. If you have a spooky story that took place in northeastern or central Pennsylvania, send it to ghost at WNEP.com for your chance to share it on an upcoming episode. We're dying to hear 